Welcome on in to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today. Tuesday morning. Oh, let's go. Hope your Tuesday's off to a great start. I uh, just made coffee. Let's uh, let's get a little, uh, little. Let me turn up the volume here. We'll turn it up, 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 turn it up. <sighs> Wonderful. First, I would like to thank Patreon over in the squad. We have Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan, Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe, and Boyan Antonoff at Boyan V. Antonoff, thank you all so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Go do your part for the environment. Go pick up some litter. Give the world a hug. All that good stuff. Also like to thank Mason Tim at MT underscore the underscore RMT. Go get your body right. Go get a massage from Mason, the best damn massage therapist in Ottawa. Going to be a little bit hard to get a massage from, from Mason in Ottawa right now because literally all of the patreons are in halifax right now chilling with your boy <laughs> it's uh we'll get into it if you want to support the show head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online we'd love to have you over there for the mental health check this week <laughs> well uh yeah so friends are here they um one convoy <laughs> arrived Saturday evening. The other arrived Monday at 6 a.m. And, well, I'm, I'm already exhausted. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of things going on for me right now. First, uh, fantasy football. I'm in the thick of fantasy football. Got two drafts going on right now. It's one of the first things I look up when I wake up. It's one of the last things I do before I go to bed. I know in previous shows we're talking about blue light exposure and all that. And even though, you know, I did download one of the, um, you know, the blue light blocker, kind of like more reddish light uh, nighttime apps for my phone. You know, I'm still using my phone a bit more than I want to while I'm at home. And... You know, it can make it so my mind doesn't shut off as well at night or, you know, maybe my sleep isn't as restful as I want it to be. Um, And, you know, that's probably is contributing more and more to how I feel, which, again, I feel pretty exhausted. But I think that has more to do with, you know, just spending time with friends who you haven't seen in forever. And you know, choosing to stay that extra hour while you have those friends here with you, (laughs) right? That's where I'm at is I just have this incredible opportunity to spend time with the people that I love. And I want to take advantage of every second of that, even if that comes at a bit of a detriment of my current energy levels and all that. Um, So yeah, I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited for whatever this week brings for us. And uh, hopefully it's not too rainy with uh, old, old Hurricane Henry over here. <laughs> um, yeah, so fantasy football, Ottawa friends. I'm also noticing, you know, I was thinking back in the last couple shows and, you know, I, I know it's very easy for me on this show, especially to 
you know, look back, look back, look back, look back, and maybe, you know, be here in the present, be here in the present. But it's, it's, you know, something I haven't done a lot of is more of like having a goal and having a future focus. And as I was trying to implement these sleep changes that we talked about in the last show, I noticed, you know, I don't always have goal-driven behavior. And I can find myself almost like stuck in the mud at times where I don't know what to do, nor does like anything pop into my mind of this would be the best thing for me to do right now for what I want to do. And when I hear that, you know, one, it makes me want to do more goal-based research and figure out, you know, what I want to do and how do I make that a tangible goal and how do I work towards it. But also it, you know, it just makes me realize that there's always something more that I can do to improve my situation, to take those steps forward, to, you know, it can be very easy. I'm, I'm going to get a bit of ahead of, ahead of myself here. It, it's very easy to reduce your efforts and to minimize your accomplishments and you know, have that black and white, yes or no, good or bad um, type of thinking, and also be focused more on the outcome versus the process. And the process is really all that we can do. And embracing a process, a routine that works for you, even if it's not the easiest thing to do, but if it's, it'll bring you to where you want to be. That's the type of activities that I want to make a priority. So that's where, you know, just trying to figure out what are my goals right now? What do I want to accomplish right now? And trying to write that down and, you know, have something tangible that I can look at and plan with. Almost like I'm doing a fantasy football draft, right? I wouldn't do my research. I wouldn't think about what I want my team to look like. You know, I'm doing these things while I'm before I'm on the clock, while I'm on the clock, even after as I'm reflecting on the pick that I made. But really, you know, if I'm playing fantasy football, I don't make my first three picks and then just keep looking back at those three picks and going, <laughs> nailed it, while I'm just like throwing dud after dud after dud for the rest of the draft. You know, it's great to celebrate your accomplishments. It's great to be proud of your process. But don't be just so caught up in, hey, I made this little bit of progress. Awesome. Like, let's keep let's keep going forward. Let's keep focused on the grind, if you will. That's what it can feel like. And, you know, even amongst all of these, you know, difficulties, me feeling exhausted, me trying to get some kind of a routine going, I still have a lot of positives. Right? And I can always find those positives if I look. And even if I'm exhausted, I can still have a morning like today where I'm awake before 7 a.m. I go for a walk. I bang out a quick 25 push-ups. You know, I make my coffee. I take care of Delilah. And I reflect, you know, on what I want to do. And this morning, you know, reflecting on a show. I really found um, this week I didn't know what I wanted to talk about on the show. There was a lot of resistance there. And, you know, when I get stuck in the areas like that, I just, I kind of come back to, okay, well, let's just be honest. Let's talk about 
the block that I'm having and see if I can work it out live on air or work it out in my head prior to the show. And one of the things that I realized, so we've been talking about sleep. We've been talking about the importance of journaling and, you know, not like getting those thoughts out of your head per se, but, you know, being organized. Now, I would love to be a better journaler. (laughs) I would. I can say that here confidently. I would love to be a better journaler. But I know that it's not a consistent part of my routine right now. But the amount of times this week, especially, that I've gotten into bed, looked over at my end table, been like, ah, shoot, my journal's not there. Well, I don't really want to get out of bed. So let's just maybe quickly mentally run through what I would ask myself in the journal. And so I've been doing more mental journaling. I definitely don't think it's as effective, but I think it's a step in the right direction. So what I figured for today is let's just run through a quick example of what this mental journaling would look like. And, you know, maybe this week you find yourself wanting to journal, but you don't have the physical tools in front of you. Just do a mental journal. Just do something and we'll get 1% better every day from there. So, I as I've gone over before in the show, when I journal, I do four things. One, I list off the best part of my day, the toughest part of my day, something I want to work on, and something I'm grateful for. So first, the best part of my day. Well, I guess uh, I guess I don't really have uh, I haven't done much today. So we'll go with the best part of my week this week was honestly the self awareness improvements. Um, like I said, going through this mental journaling, I, I found that I was able to just see the progress that I've made throughout COVID, even though it's not having the, um, outcome impacts that I want it to right now, right? I, we always want the outcome to be better. (laughs) You know, we, we want our efforts to be so efficient that it gives us everything we want. That's not how it works. But through the difficult times, through talking through it, through being honest, through reflecting, I have found that when I'm faced in a situation, instead of jumping directly from A to Z, I find myself analyzing and coming back and back to the right process when I'm faced with something I don't like. So for example, uh, I was going for a walk the other day and, you know, I was just thinking about how, man, I, I, I don't go for walks as much as I want to. I would love to walk more. I would love to be more active, you know, get back to the type of routine I had even, you know, pre COVID when it comes to exercise, things like that. And you know, it's very easy for that just to go to a negative space of, I can't believe I've done this. It's so easy. Just put on your shoes and get out the door. But that's not going to help you. <laughs> not It's not going to help you get out the door to berate yourself. It's also not going to help your self-concept or your self-esteem or anything like that. So like when I go through that, my mind instantly goes to, okay, so let's do a little self-compassion, right? Let's reflect, like, is there anything else that's contributing to me not doing this. Well, yep, there's COVID, there's uh, full-time work, there's 
difficulties that arise throughout the day. There's things that I want to get done here and there. You know, it's it makes sense that my mind may be full and, you know, I might forget things from time to time or not do everything that I want to do. Remind myself that it's okay not to be perfect, right? And what matters is that I'm still trying, that I'm still reflecting, that I still want to get better, right? It's only if I give up, that's when that's when I've really failed myself, I would say. But I haven't done that yet. I don't really plan to. So here we go. So, you know, we, we you can do some self-compassion work like that. And also, you know, you can reframe your efforts, right? You can figure out, okay, so what is something I can do today? Cool. You can also reflect, you know, on some of the things that I'm going to go through a little bit later here in this account. I don't want to, I don't want to bite it. So I, I'll leave it. But there's many things that we can do when we're faced these situations where let's just stop, let's take a breath and let's think about it. And whereas before, you know, there was a lot of negative self-talk and really just critical, critical thinking, I find my mind is more geared towards self-compassion and just understanding. Now, the next step I want to take with that is to go from that to action. Because it can be easy to go with the self-compassion, but then that's it. There's no real next step. There's no action. And I think it's hard to stay self-compassionate if you feel yourself banging your head against the same wall over and over and over and over. So that that's where I'm at there. That was the best part, right, is just really realizing the steps that I've taken and even in the difficulties that I'm still moving forward, you know, even if it doesn't feel like I am. Also, hitting three home runs in one game in softball last week was pretty awesome. So that was pretty good. And again, seeing my friends for the first time in a year and a half is just incredible. And I'm expecting an emotional hangover. And that's another thing that I've done much better on with the self-reflection is anticipating these emotional hangovers, these times where... I know that I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to have little to nothing to give. So let's not overextend ourselves, but let's also strike while the iron's hot. If I have energy, let's go for a walk. Let's clean. Let's do what I can while I can. And then try and create some kind of a day that's going to fill my cup rather than spend my cup. Just getting ahead of those moods and being aware of my patterns, my typical behaviors, things like that. It's it's a work in progress for sure, but I feel myself taking steps in the right direction. So that was the best part of my week. The hardest part is probably the self-sabotaging behaviors when I know that a better choice is available for me, for where I want to go. You know, it's very easy just to, if I'm hungry, open the cupboard and let's just grab something and shove it in my mouth rather than take the 10 minutes to cook something. It's much easier to do that. It's much easier to fire up the TV than it is to fire up the laptop to transfer yoga to the TV. It's much easier to hit snooze or just to scroll on your phone than actually to get up and go outside and get some sunlight and get moving. And, you know, these self-sabotaging behaviors, they're so comfortable. 
right? And sometimes all we want is comfort. And that's when it's hard not to take the comfortable option. But sometimes that comfortable option isn't what's best for us. And honestly, oftentimes, I don't think being comfortable as humans is the best thing for us. I think when we're uncomfortable, that's when we adapt and we can be at our best. So I'm not trying to seek comfort, but I find myself trying to seek comfort. And that typically comes through these self-sabotaging behaviors. So really, I'm trying to almost embrace the uncomfortable where I can, whatever that looks like. But again, just trying to work on that self-reflection along with that to make sure that, you know, it's not that negative self-talk that's also, you know, leading and increasing with these self-sabotaging type behaviors. Um, something that I want to work on this week is like, while it's never going to be 100%, but, you know, work on that routine. What do I want that routine to look like? And just try my best to implement something, you know, maybe it's just get into bed a little bit earlier when I can, or having mornings like I had this morning, you know, where I get up, walk, push up, self-reflection and, you know, I do feel like I'm ready for work rather than roll out of bed, throw some clothes on, make coffee and log on. You know, I okay, I'll quickly go into it. CCC, control your morning, cope with your afternoon, concentrate on what's important in the evening. The morning is when you actually should maybe, I don't know what your routine is, but in the morning for me, that's when I have control over my time. I can wake up, I can do what I want before work. I can do what I need for me before work, before going into my afternoon where I am giving up that control, right? I am coping with things at work. I am coping with people's needs. I am doing what I can with my day. Once that day is over, then it's time to concentrate on what's important. Family, friends, um, health, whatever that looks like for you. My evenings are typically spent with softball, cooking, family time, uh, dog time, things like that. And really just embracing that because that's the type of control that we can have is our behaviors, our thoughts, our feelings, our attitudes, right? Like Those are the things that we can implement within those three C's. Control your morning, cope with your afternoon, concentrate on what's important in the evening. So as I go forward here, I am just trying to keep up with that mental journaling and do what I can with that. And finally, something I'm grateful for is this resistance. We've talked about about resistance on many a show on this show and resistance. Again, it's that force that stops you from getting out of bed once you hit the alarm clock. That's how I like to describe it. Or it's the force that stops you from going to the gym or the choice or the force that, you know, you're choosing the thing that is a little bit easier, a little bit easier to do. You, You know, you know, it's not the best thing, but that's what you're doing. That's resistance. I'm grateful for that, not because I really enjoy it. I'm grateful because, like I mentioned last week, it's a compass. It's a spotlight. It can show you those areas where if you, if, if I work in those areas that I'm finding resistance, that's where I'm going to find growth. That's where I'm going to find improvement. Those are the areas that I should put my efforts for, like I said, right now, my biggest resistance is a 
the podcast and B, sleep and feeling well rested. So if I can apply my efforts, my thoughts, my everything to these areas, that's a compass. That's showing me where I can put my efforts. And I'm just, I'm grateful that I can not just get lost in the instant, I don't like this, I don't want to do anything. Instead of going, I don't like this, how can I use this or how can I change this or how can I understand this better? So again, it's just, it's, it's growth in the mental side of things for me. And I hope, you know, through COVID, that's something that you're finding in your own life today, right? Is that as you've gone through these difficult times, no matter how subtle it may be, maybe you're just a touch more self-compassionate. Maybe you're a touch more passionate in general about things that really matter. Maybe you're just more aware of your behaviors and how those are impacting you. Maybe for the first time in your life, you're really, really focused on what you want to accomplish. All of those things are great and tools, and they can be a starting place for whatever the next step may be. So as we go forward here, I encourage you, if you're not, if, if you're like me and you have trouble opening up your journal and actually physically journaling sometimes and you're lying in bed, just do a mental journal. Run it through. What was the best part of my day? What was the toughest part of my day? What's something I want to improve on? And what's something I'm grateful for? It can take as little or as long as you want. And really what matters is just doing it, right? The process. That's all I have for you. I didn't expect to get over 22 minutes. Wow, good for us. Okay. Um, Love y'all. Hit the music. Let's get to it. Share, subscribe, like. Shout it from the rooftops. Tell a friend. All that. Uh, we'll be back. You know it. Another episode in the books. Um, yeah. Just go. I hope you find a way to show yourself some love today. I hope we take a step forward today in self-compassion and self-awareness and using resistance for good and all of that good stuff. I love you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.